Hello, welcome to the Pirate Pod. It's your one of your presidents here, Zach. And one of your secretaries, Bella, and we are joined by one of our Spanish teachers, Mr. Mangioni, today. Hello. <laughs> uh, it's lovely to have you on the podcast. Thank you. I am honored you asked me to be on. <laughs> um, so, our senior year hasn't been quite what we imagined it was going to be while growing up. Uh, how was no. your senior year of high school and your <laughs> high school experience? <laughs> <laughs> was it similar to ours? First of all, I'm really, really sorry and sad that you have to start your senior year this way. This is not the way it should be. Um, hopefully we'll be back with some kind of of normalcy at, at some point this year. I really hope that's the truth for you guys. My senior year uh, was 1975. <laughs> so it was um, it, it was the height of classic rock. Oh, it, was thing. it was the very beginning of disco. Oh, which is not funny. such a good thing. But <laughs> But I was a part of both worlds. Um, senior year was um, uh, just for me, just trying to get ready for college. I was going to Seattle University. So, oh. um, where'd you grow up again? In Where was Spokane. Where? In Spokane. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. I grew up in Spokane, went to Rogers High School. Um, nice. It, yeah, it was the the poor north northern city kids um school is there was there multiple like schools at spokane at the time did you have like little like small town rivalries or something yes definitely there were <laughs> one two three four five six whoa jesus six schools and there are there there are many more now because of the ballot the uh, suburban schools got much bigger gotcha wow that's I was like, I was expecting maybe two. Yeah. Same. Was your high school significantly bigger than VHS or similar? Um, significantly, yes. It was. It was probably about, oh, I'd say, seven, eight hundred students. Wow. So like two VHSs. Yeah. Actually, actually, no. I, I'm, I'm wrong about that. It's probably about twelve hundred. Yeah, I was gonna say that's still small for a school. That's like a two A. Yeah, still small for a school, but um, but yeah, they were all all around uh, around that size. Were you when when you were at Rogers? Did you play any sports? Did you play soccer and stuff? (laughs) No, I was so horrible. Really, I've seen your basketball skills at the student staff basketball game. Come on. So that should that was that should be all you need to know. <laughs> I can I can dance down the court. But, um, no, no, I I actually my favorite my favorite sport was baseball, but my eyesight was re- was really bad. It was really bad. I was I was like. Uh, 
2,401 eye and 2,500 in the other eye. Oh, my God. Whoa. <laughs> I couldn't see. Um, you know, and that started about 12 years old. And um, and I refused to wear glasses. Just refused. So um, I had no depth perception, and I couldn't tell where the ball was until it was right on top of me. And so, so, so I, I did jazz choir instead, which <laughs> didn't need to have to see for that. So I bet uh, I bet jazz <laughs> choir gets all the girls in high school. <laughs> You, you know what? I, you, um, you get a lot of really good friends. Yeah, I'm sure. Yes. Um, do you think not, you won't? Oh, not many things, but really good friends. Yeah. <laughs> do you think you were more extroverted or introverted in high school? Uh, that, that's a really good question. Um, with my friends, with people I knew, I was... I was um, Really, I was pretty extroverted, but um, with people I didn't know, and that's still true today, um, with people I don't know, I'm very introverted. I, I have a hard time starting a new conversation. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, performing, I not imagine that. Yeah, that's really interesting because, like, from a student perspective, like, you're one of the most, like, outgoing, like, strong personality, like, very, like, welcoming teachers, like, at VHS. And I wouldn't, I would have thought that you would have been more outgoing in school. Um, I, you know, I, I, I was going again with, with people I knew, which was, which was a lot of people. I had a lot of friends, um, not just in, uh, in music, in, in choir and band, but I, uh, um, I had a lot of friends from the sports cause I played sports all the way through junior high. So they were all my friends too. Um, so I knew a lot of people and, you know, I felt pretty comfortable at school. But with with strangers and with people I, I don't know, I'm I'm kind of standoffish. Classrooms different. Um, I just I feel comfortable in in that um, situation. Um, I like I I like the age group I work with a lot, and it's just easier for me. And there's a there's a there's a performance element to it, which. If, you, if you'll notice that most performers are also um, very introverted um, themselves. Sure. So, um, but, but yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I, I really enjoyed my classes a lot. And so you see really who I am because I'm able to open up. That's, that's super cool. Um, Belle, you want to move on to the next question? Yeah, yeah, that was a really, thank you. Um, so, like, I know that in the beginning of, of COVID, Italy was hit, like, really hard, and, like, America wasn't as bad, but now it's kind of switched. I'm, like, from what I know, Italy's more, like, um, recovered and, like, open than the U.S., and we're still, like, struggling. Have you, like, been in contact with, like, family members from Italy, or, like, do you know, like, like anything about what's going on over there or yeah i have been in contact with them um my it hit mostly in the northern area mm-hmm. um up to, uh, up in the top of the boot right uh, yeah around, around genoa and um 
and I have some relatives up there. So I was in touch with them and uh, they were, you know, they were pretty much all closed down. I mean, as, as soon as it started to spread in Italy, they closed down. They just completely closed down. Yeah. Um, which helped them recover more quickly. Um, but they, as far as, you know, all of my relatives are, are fine. I also talked with um, some some people I knew from that I met from uh, last last summer, a year ago. Uh, mm-hmm. I went to uh, the Giffoni Film Festival, chaperoned some some students from the Northwest Film. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, that and, sounds like a really cool opportunity. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a wonderful festival. It's uh, almost six thousand um, kids from from three to uh, twenty one, right? Hmm. Uh, that descend on this beautiful mountain town um, about forty five minutes away from from uh, Salerno in Naples. And uh, it's a huge film fest, international film festival, and they they critique films, they they vote on their their favorites. The, the, um, they have uh, guests, uh, celebrities come, and uh, and uh, this this the kids get to interview them, um, like a couple stars from um, Stranger Things came. Oh wow! Interview Woody Harrelson and. L Fanning and yeah, it was pretty cool. And so I got to know the the parents of um, of of the kids who had hosted our students, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I I was in touch with them about it too. And even though their area wasn't very uh, wasn't hit very hard, um, they were closed down. <clears throat> Not only that, way in the south, where hardly anybody got it at all. Yeah. Um, and, and that's where most of my family is, my father's side for sure. They um, they were closed down too. I mean, Italy just shut down tight for a good long time. Do you think and, so, so were they shut down significantly more and harsher rules than in the U.S.? Yeah. Yeah, they were, and it wasn't really so much harsh rules, but just you know, discipline. Following government, the... the government saying, you know, look, we need to do this. Yeah. People are dying because they their death rate went up so fast. Yeah, it was really really scary. Doesn't Italy have like generally like an older population than most countries too? Yeah, that... um, yeah, and that's one of the things Italy's facing is they've got one of the lowest birth rates right now of. The, you know the nations around the world mm-hmm. they're, they're kind of losing their, their young generation so um, um, yeah yeah that, that's that's true but you know they they did what they needed to do and they were able to start to open up and they haven't seen this they haven't seen a spike again um, like France and Spain did when when they opened back up. Yeah, yeah. After they shut down, so you know, and they're starting to bring tourists back in. Not yeah. not not Americans, but tourists from other countries. Right, anyone. Not a lot of Americans are going anywhere right you now. Yeah, yeah, and so you know, I think they're they're just they're being careful. Yeah, that's good. When we 
when we were in your Spanish classes, we heard lots of fun stories about your family, your fun family, and uh, your heritage, kind of. Uh, yeah. Do you, have, do you have some for the podcast listeners? That over, like, like over quarantine or just, like, in general that's happened recently? In general, what's happened recently with my family? No, I would say not recently. Oh, okay. Time. From when you were two years old to... I'm not even going to guess how old you are now. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm I'm pretty much a child of immigrants, right? No, yeah. even, even though I, my mother was born um, in Spokane, she was born right after my grandmother came over here. My grandfather was already here... Um, uh, he was a Mason, right? And so she was brought over to marry him, right? And, yeah. And, and then my mom was born soon after. And uh, so she grew up speaking my my um, grandmother's and grandfather's dialect, which is from way north, uh, northeastern Italy over by Trieste. And it's called Friulang. It's a really strange dialect. Does not sound like Italian very much, and um, that's what she grew up speaking. And then, you know, living in Spokane, she then learned English. So her first language was Friulan and English both together. And Spokane English is a little funky too. So. Spokane English, yeah. the ca- the cache register, <laughs> and, and hang your wash on the line. Yes, that's how we speak in in Spokane. Um, so, but my dad didn't come over till the war, right? No. He, he was, yeah. A, yeah, he was an Italian merchant marine. Um, number number two, right? <laughs> World War Two. World War Two, yes. Okay, good. I was hoping. I was like, that is a long time ago. If that's World War One. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I am old, Bella, but <laughs> I didn't think that you were that old. I'm not I World just... War One child, old. Um, <laughs> you know, you should take that as a compliment. Okay? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, he was, you know, when you're 17, you go into the military uh, in Italy. You go into the military for a couple of years um, and you would serve some part, some kind of something in the military. And my dad was a fisherman all his life. Um, and so he was an Italian merchant marine and you know so he traveled around the world you know delivering goods and food and packages and things like that on, on his interesting big ship. that's cool yeah and um, but he, his, his ship was in port it was in Norfolk Virginia um, when Mussolini joined in the war oh wow oh so all of a sudden, um, the Italians were at war with uh, the Brits, you know, who were allies of the U.S. and the U.S. Right. U.S. Yeah. Was neutral. So they were ordered from their government to stay in port and not sail back because a war was going on in the, in the Atlantic. And so they stayed there, and until the uh, Americans got a little bit more um, involved in in uh, World War II and they took uh, they took my dad's crew off of the ship um, processed them through Ellis Island and then put them in an internment camp 
in Montana. He was in, wow. Yeah, so he was in Fort Missoula throughout the war. You know, I think that's really like horrible at first for your parents and like everybody who went through that. But I think that's really interesting because like Zach and I just took a push, like a like a like a like a U.S. AP class, and I didn't know that they had those at all. I didn't know that those camps existed, and they're just not taught at all. So that was right. my first time hearing about that. Right, right, and it they was right were, now they were all over the United States and. Huh. Uh, there were a thousand, over a thousand Italians in this one camp. This is in Fort Missoula. Over a thousand mm-hmm. Italians, about little over fifty Germans, and um, and and then later that same camp became also a relocation camp for Japanese who were U.S. citizens, right? So, um, but uh, you know, yeah, the story doesn't get told very often. But you know, my dad, my father, always told me. You know, he said. Um, Lou, you don't know how lucky you are being in this country. You know, he had a really strong Italian accent. And uh, he said, if, if I if put me in that camp, you don't be here. Mm. It, was, it was a blessing. You know, he always said it was actually a, a real blessing to be, you know, held in that camp, even though camp was difficult. You know, he talked about being, you know, it was prison, really. Yeah. yeah. But but they were treated well. They were treated well. They ate well. Um, the Americans treated them well. That's um, super interesting. It it, it it is really interesting. Um, that hmm. some of the other prisoners, the Italian prisoners, were taken off of a, a luxury cruise ship that was also in port. Yeah. In in New York. Yeah. So so they had uh, an orchestra. They had entertainers. They had chefs. They had, you know, all the crew from a luxury liner in the camp, and so you know they would put on concerts for the people of Missoula. Um, wow, that's my dad, crazy. My dad was a wood carver, so you know they made they made toys for kid for the orphanage, and I mean they were they really part of the community in, in Missoula. And then probably 20 miles away, there's a Japanese internment camp. That was a completely different story, right? Well, actually, it was well, the, it's same the same camp. one, right? Yeah, they just divided the camp in half, and they put the <laughs> Japanese on one side and the Italians. Wow, on that's ridiculous. That's insane that I've never learned about that ever. Yeah, yeah. My dad was was really kind of concerned with that because he knew the Japanese were American citizens. Yeah, so that, that kind of scared the Italians not being citizens, and because the uh, he was saying the Japanese were not treated were not treated as, as well as they were and you know they were yeah they, they weren't citizens so um, he said that was that was that was a little worrying to them all I'm sure um, well thank you that was a lot of fun stories it's been a pleasure yeah. to have you on the show it's yeah thank you so much Sure. Um, we have one last favor to, to yeah. ask of you. Um, it's my co-president's birthday, Chris. I Chris. Think love if you got saying happy birthday in, in Italian. In Italian. In Italian. <laughs> tanti auguri a te, tanti auguri a te, tanti auguri, tanti auguri, tanti auguri a te. That was beautiful. I that was, that. that was so good, Mr. Mangione. <laughs> Thank you. Tanti means uh, uh, many, many good wishes. 
Hopefully he has all of his many good wishes come true for his 18th birthday. Yes, yes, and I and I'm so hoping that that you guys get a have a really good senior year. You know, if we don't get back in school, we will we will be there for you. We'll make sure that your graduation is special. Thank you. Um, we'll do whatever we can to make this this year good for you guys. We, Thank you so much. I appreciate that. That's really awesome. Like, I really appreciate how like devoted the VHS teachers are. We're like ASBs trying to put on as many like activities as we can without you know like being not safe as far as like COVID goes. Um, right. And we actually have. I know you love Spirit Days, so we have Crazy Hat Day on this Friday. So Fuck it's yeah Friday. Oh, oh. It's not it's not as fun as getting to wear your Darth Vader costume to school, but you do get to wear your little funky hat in front of your computer. So there's that. <laughs> <laughs> well Yeah, well, um, I know. I miss I miss you guys a lot. And and I have to tell you, Zach and Chris and Bella, I I feel so robbed that I didn't get you to have you for that whole second semester. There was so much. I'm so like crushed that we didn't get to do the music video. I've been looking forward to that since I was a freshman. Since I was a freshman. It's so much fun. I am. I'm crushed too. Well, nothing's stopping you. (laughs) At least we had a good chunk of years in in person. So. Well, I enjoyed you guys very much. You always put a smile on my face every single day. Always look forward to having you there to every day. Thank you. Thank you. Well, Pirate Pod listeners, have a good Monday. And hopefully you'll listen to our next show as well.